Welcome to season two of the Wherever You Go podcast. My name is Sam Bauer, and I am a wife, mom, business owner, and lover of Jesus. My hope with this podcast is to encourage my listeners through sharing my own experiences to follow the dreams in your heart and become the person that God created you to be. I hope you enjoy episode one, learning to take God shots. And if you like this episode, please leave a comment or review on the platform you are listening, or even better, share it with a friend. Thanks again for listening. I'm back, and I'm excited to be here for season two of the Wherever You Go podcast. I'm going to be honest with you all, though. I wasn't sure that I'd be back. I took about six weeks off from podcasting over the summer and did some thinking about what this podcast is, and honestly, why am I even doing it? I considered stopping altogether. Why? Well, because it takes time, and time is so precious. And I'm a mom of two very active kids, I'm working on growing a business, and I'm trying to be a good wife, I'm trying to drink enough water, and trying to get exercise in, and trying to get enough sleep. (laughs) But here's the deal, I love doing this podcast. I've always been a talker, and this podcast is very therapeutic for me. So there's my selfish reason for continuing. The other reason is you. So many of you have told me that this podcast is making a difference in your life, that you can relate to some of my stories, that you listened to some episode and it touched you at the right moment and the right time, and it made a difference in your life. And then there are those of you who have come by my office in tears or ran into me at a coffee shop or texted or called or emailed me that this podcast has somehow brought you closer to God. And well, That right there is the reason I decided to do another season. This podcast was put on my heart in prayer, and I honestly and still have no clue how God will ultimately use it, but if one person listening right now is growing closer to God because of some story that I've shared or some Bible verse that I read, and it's touched you in a way that helps you to see God more clearly, then my friends, I will keep doing this. My goal for season two is to keep bi-monthly episodes coming at you, and I want to be providing content for you that is helpful and encouraging. My topics will span from everything from my adventures in parenthood, marriage, business owning, leading, being an unbashed believer in what the Bible says, and I'll share my own experiences with you all in an effort to just honestly let you know that you aren't alone in this wild and crazy journey. I'm here doing life right along with you. And oftentimes I feel like less than enough. I don't feel qualified or worthy to be sharing with you. Who wants to know what I have to say? But I'm gonna show up anyway. And hopefully I'll inspire some laughter, some real love, the gut check kind, (laughs) as well as some positive encouragement. So if you're here for season two, so am I. Let's get started. This summer, Rob and I got to golf a lot more than we've been able to in the past. We made some decisions over the summer about our business structure that'll help us better um, be better for each other and our kids. And I'll share more about that later. I've also had some very exciting growth and development opportunities to be mentored by some incredible people like 
God-ordained people who shouldn't even know my name, but here they are offering to teach me what they know and help me to grow my business. Last week, I got the opportunity to meet with one of them, and I hung up the phone and I cried. Tears of what on earth is happening right now? Tears of why me? Tears of gratitude to God for choosing me to get to learn from someone who has already done it and had more success than about 99% of others out there. This person honestly shouldn't even know my name, let alone be on the phone with me, taking an interest in my business and my family. Yet, here I am on the phone, scribbling down as many notes as I could take, and then setting up a next appointment to meet because he offered to meet with me again. God did that. There is no way in a million years that Sam did that. And I'm not dismissing my ability or any of my hard work that I do. And I'm not dismissing myself in any way, shape, or form when I say these are God-orchestrated mentorships. And I'll share more about all of this later. But right now, I want to talk about golf. (laughs) And if you're listening and you don't play golf and you don't know anything about golf, it is okay. Keep listening because I'm going to go somewhere with this, I promise. But for those of you who have ever played even one time, what a humbling sport, right? You can go out one day and shoot so well that you actually start to think that you might be good at it, only to go back the next day and flub every shot. As soon as I start to get confident at this sport, I start to stink again. (laughs) And I don't even really want to talk about what happens at the driving range. I'll get out there and hit a couple of good ones, and then bam, El Stinko, just when I think I'm ready to throw my clubs out into the fairway and just leave, another good shot comes along. (laughs) It keeps me coming back. So one morning, when Rob, Rob and I decided we'd sneak in nine holes before church, we were talking about keeping our front arm straight. And that really the front arm is an extension of the club and should do almost all of the work. The faster you can get your front arm through, the farther the ball will go on a drive. The more forward you can transfer your weight and follow through with that front arm on a chip shot, the better chip you will have. On your putts, the straighter line you can draw with your front arm toward the hole, the more likely you are to sink it. So why do I find myself constantly trying to push through the ball with my back arm time and time again? I'll tell you why. It's because I want to hit the crap out of the ball every single time I hit it. (laughs) But if I would just trust my front arm as an extension of the club, swing fast, swing straight, I would generally hit the ball straight and get to the hole with less shots. But I don't do that, right? (laughs) And as we were talking about this, I started to laugh because I thought, isn't this just like my relationship with God? In this analogy, God is the front arm. If I would just trust God and let him guide my life, I'd get where he wants me to go faster in a straighter line. And the more I trust God, the better I'll get at trusting God. And so all I need to do is follow and get where he wants me to be. But not me. I'm the back arm. I'm trying to push a little harder to get there a little farther, a little faster. I'm not trusting my front arm to do it. So I'm pushing Because, of course, I'm thinking, I can help God out, right? (laughs) And what happens? I end up having to take extra shots because I buffed the shot. Or I smashed the club into the ground and took half the golf course with my hit. Or I end up in a bunker 
and Lord knows if there is a tree on the course, my ball will hit and bounce one way or the other. Trees are kind of funny because I've had them actually help my shot, but also not. You never really know what's going to happen whenever you hit a tree. But my point is <laughs> that when we trust our front arm to do the work, we don't need to push. We get to the hole faster. The ball goes straighter. And when we trust God to do the work, we don't push. We get where God wants us to be faster. Whether it's in our marriage, our kids, our businesses, or even our relationship with Christ, if we just let God do his work in our lives in his timing, we can trust that we are exactly where he wants us to be for his purpose. But if we try to force things, change the people that we love, to make our kids be who we want them to be, to rush that business to grow, push our way in front of people who we think can teach us, we just might end up having to take extra shots to get where we are going. And God's timing is perfect. So if you're like me and think you can help God out, which is ridiculous, by the way, there's no helping that guy. He is perfect, remember? <laughs> just know you'll still get there. As we are all getting to the hole, whether it takes four shots or 14 shots, either way, you're still exactly where God wants you. But if you're trying to, to be the front arm or you're trying to push the front arm, God's probably going to have to teach you a lot more lessons along the way that might be a little bit more frustrating or a lot more frustrating for you than just allowing him to lead you in the first place. Just like golf, the more you practice letting the front arm do the work, the more you practice listening and following God, the better you will get at it. The more you will hear him, the better you will get at discerning God's voice from the world's. And you'll end up taking more great shots because the shots will be God's shots and not my shots or not your shots. And God's shots are always going to be better. They're always going to give us a more direct line to where he wants us to be. I'm going to end today with Joshua 1.9. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go.